Now I am joined by Mr. Bill Curry, a former NFL offensive lineman from 1965 to 1974, who also was a college football head coach at Alabama, Georgia Tech, Kentucky, and Georgia State. He was an SEC champion as a head coach, and as a player was a two-time NFL champion and a two-time Super Bowl winner. He also worked as an analyst at ESPN and has been working with young people for decades. The next topic of discussion I had on this show would be college football. You coached in college a long time, most recently with Georgia State. So now with the new playoff, do you like the four-team format, or do you think it should be eventually transitioned or revised into an eight-team playoff or more teams involved? What's your ideal college postseason format look like? Well, there's one part of me. The, the main part, the reason I coached is because I love the players and the, the students, not just the athletes, but all the students at, at all the universities that I was privileged to work with. And I feel like that the, um, that the team can be a great model for how to get along with people that are different from you. And so I have a lot of concern for player welfare. When you add a bunch of games to the end of the college season without adding scholarship, you're demanding too much of the bodies and the psyches of these young people. So instead of playing 10 or 11 football games the way we did when I was playing, now we might play 15 games uh, if we go all the way through the playoffs. That's too much. If, if, if that's to be the case, then what we need to do is add 15 or 20 more scholarships so there are more players. If I'm coaching an NFL team and, and I've got two offensive centers, if I lose both of them, I can just sign another center. I've got somebody that came to our mini camp, and he's he's sitting out there in Minnesota or somewhere, and we fly him in, and he knows our system and the cadence, and, and we can play. But if I'm coaching college ball and we've got two or three centers ready, and they all get hurt, we don't have anybody else. We can't. I mean, you think your team is short circuited, and you will not win the playoffs. So I think we're asking too much of the players. That's the first part of my answer. And the players are not organized. They're not. They, they can't threaten to go on strike and that sort of thing. And they're not going to be. So I, I, I don't hear them complaining. I'm complaining on their behalf. And I'm an old players association guy uh, from the NFL, anyhow. But that's that's one part of the answer. The second part of the answer is from the fan standpoint and the competitive standpoint. I think the system is absolutely fascinating and wonderful. It makes every regular season game count. Uh, college football has the best regular season of any sport, professional or college, because every game matters. Your first game matters. Your last game matters. And uh, you can really get excited about that sort of thing, and, and folks really enjoy following their teams because the games are, are all important. So uh, it's a mixed bag for me. And when you look around the college football landscape, one debate I've seen going on is between the conferences, which one is stronger than the others. Is there a conference that you see right now as being the strongest in all of college football? Well, I didn't think so before the season, but the season has now begun, and I think the SEC was like 13-1 and one this past week, and some of those games were certainly not Patrick's. Um, I... I think the Big Ten has sneaked up on the SEC, but right now, if you have to play anybody in the SEC, West, especially that West, 
um, or Georgia in the East, uh, you're playing a top five team, uh, top ten team at worst. So I, um, I just think that's still the toughest league in, in the country. And what do you think has allowed the Big Ten? What is it that has allowed them to kind of creep up a little bit on the SEC in recent years? Well, when I was doing ESPN, um, in my last season to be on the air every week was 2007, so it's been a long time. When I was doing that, I studied everybody all the time, and I could tell you exactly what was happening in the Big Ten or the Pac-12 or the Independents or the SEC or the ACC. Uh, but I can't do that. I don't do that now. So I don't, I don't have a good answer for your question. Uh, it looks like to me that the, uh, the Big Ten has picked up in its uh, speed. The, the teams run better than they used to. You watch Wisconsin 15 years ago, and they were kind of cumbersome. They, I mean, they were good, and uh, they could win. But now uh, Wisconsin can run. You watch Penn State. Uh, they can fly, and it's not just Barkley from last year. It's all of them. Uh, you know, Appalachian goes up there and jumps on them and has a chance to beat them, but they don't beat them, and Penn State finds a way to fight back, and, uh, and that's another thing. I think that some of those teams have a remarkable resiliency. Northwestern has won some games through the last few years that they probably shouldn't have won, and um, – the teams, um, and I'm surprised that Michigan, I thought Michigan would be better. I'm not surprised that Ohio State has great football, regardless of their controversies. But um, I think what they've done is they've gotten faster, and they play faster. They play harder. My last question I have for you, for those fans out there that may be wondering, what are you up to now? What are you doing? I know you mentioned earlier, uh, before we started the interview, that you love working with young people, and that's what you've been doing for over six decades. But what are you up to now? Well, I still get to do that, uh, Luke, and I'm, it's a privilege. Uh, for instance, tomorrow afternoon, I have the privilege of addressing uh, Dr. Homer Rice's leadership class at Georgia Tech, um, the class of mostly seniors that uh, signed up. He's, he's still teaching leadership, which he's been doing for as long as any of us can remember. And uh, this, is a, this is a course uh, within the curriculum of the Institute, and he has guest lecturers, and I get to do one of those. Next week, um, a week from today, I'll be on the Vanderbilt campus working with their coaches and their student athletes, and uh, that's a great privilege. I have the privilege of addressing um, quite a few companies about leadership and about um, working with people that are different from you because that's the way our world is these days. And so it's a, it's a wonderful time of life, and, and I'm enjoying it. Well, Mr. Curry, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. Keep up the good work, Lou. Thank you.